Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1349. Almost halfway to 1400, wow. Um, that means the Raw after Mania will be 1350. That's a That's a pretty big milestone. That's halfway to 2700. Holy crap, we've come so far. Um, it's a quarter of the way to... Anyway, um, did I say 3,000? I meant 2,700. Did I say 2,700? I don't know. Anyway, uh, this episode is pretty good. Um, overall, I, I enjoyed it. Um, some parts, uh, were, eh, you're like, all right, I guess, I guess so. I guess WrestleMania is in six days. Other parts were like, holy crap, WrestleMania is in six days. I can't wait. Um, we open up with a, uh, a, a very, it's like when you, uh, when you have a joke that you want to, I mean, it, it's exactly what it is because Stephanie McMahon had a April fool's prank to open up the show, but she's like, she's like just rushed it. She kind of rushed it and the, the impact of it and like, didn't like take it seriously enough to make it, make it work as a jo- joke. She announces herself as the fourth person to be in the, the it's going to be a fatal four way uh, in the main event, WrestleMania. And she says, oh, April Fool's a gotcha. Like, um, no. <laughs> anyway, she announces that uh, all the titles are on the line and then she gets the heck. She doesn't go all the way out to the ring. I kind of appreciated that, that she uh, kept it pretty short other than the adding that, that, that the joke. But um, uh, it wasn't like an entire 10-minute thing, her talking about history and all of that. So uh, I thought that was good. That was pretty good. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman come out, and then Seth Rollins comes out and beats up Brock. He blow-blows him a couple of times. And then backstage, he's interviewed, and um, is it Dasha? Uh, No, who is it that? Crap. I get them. Why do I get them mixed up? I think it's Dasha. No, it's not Dasha. It's the, uh, it's Charlie. Is it Charlie? Which one of them is, it, it has the, the hard hitting questions. Anyway, my point is, she, she says, if you do that on Sunday, you'll be disqualified. It's like, eh, that's all. I think it's, it wasn't a match. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> so that was pretty, that was pretty funny. Uh, then we had the four-on-four match, uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Natalia, and Beth Phoenix versus the Iconics and Tamina and Nia. Uh, Beth Phoenix won the match after hitting a glam slam on Peyton Royce, but before that, she killed Nia, sending her through the barricades, so that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, Beth Phoenix is, ah, she's, she's like, like, has she even stopped wrestling? In this whole time she's been gone, I think she's been secretly just, you know, kept kept at it um, in like some underground, not not Lucha Underground, because then we'd see her on that, but some other type of in- underground wrestling league that nobody knows about. It's, it's, they don't have a t- TV deal or anything. Um, I think this match should be pretty good. Um, I mean, it uh, Fatal 4-Way... That's uh, 
I don't know. Uh, have, seeing the the tag team championships matches, like it'll be more times that it's fought in a multi person, like a multi team match, than it has been. I mean, every tag team match is a multi person match. Um, a multi team match. Um, than it has in a traditional format as far as pay per views go. I don't think they they haven't defended it outside of pay per views yet. Um, and then they lost against the Iconics last week. I, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm excited to see what happens on, on SmackDown tonight. We get some, get some focus on some other people. Um, uh, see what's going on with the tag team championships. I hope, um, the raw tag team championships, they were defended tonight. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but then the, the possible match on Sunday was on like a WWE.com exclusive interview type of thing. So I feel I feel bad for the Raw Tag Team Champions and the Raw Tag Team Division. But uh, Batista, we get a, a nice video package about uh, Batista and Triple H. And uh, he just says, Hunter, kick my kick. <laughs> Hunter, kiss my ass, he says. And that's it. That was pretty great. Nice to the point. Don't need to drag it drag it out to, to anything and i appreciate that again um then we had apollo versus jinder mahal uh, apollo won and then like every I, I actually wasn't really paying attention during this match i was like wait everybody's already out there i guess it was i guess they were already out there for for a reason but then we get a, a big preview of the battle royal everybody from raw who's in that just starts going at it um which is like most of the people in the battle royal i think the only others that aren't are the hardies um the bar and um andrade and uh i think that's really it from from smackdown oh and the club um gals and anderson um so yeah uh, oh and then also not in this were uh michael shea and colin jost and Braun Strowman, but we got a little taste of that later on. Um, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle retrospective, celebrate his final appearance on Raw. Um, and Corbin comes out, Rey Mysterio comes out, and they both beat up Baron Corbin. Uh, we get a, a match set up for later in the nights between. It was originally announced it was going to be Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle, but they changed that. Um. So Baron Corbin versus Rey Mysterio is a main event. We'll talk about that later on. Then we had the Raw Championship, uh, Raw Tag Team Championship, defended against Al and Rick. Um, Revival versus Aleister Black and Ricochet. Um, this is a really good match. I like. I don't really mind that they keep fighting each other again and again because uh, it's very good every time. Uh, we get stuff like the double Hurricane Rana, the leaps over the um, oh. Sh- emails um at least it's not making a sound i turned the sound on because i'm expecting a phone call but um i could have gone done other stuff anyway um i thought that as soon as i started this recording i was gonna get the phone call but um that didn't happen hasn't happened yet i haven't finished recording this episode yet anyway uh, i i enjoyed this match and i thought that uh, revival were just gonna get themselves disqualified by using a chair or a table or something but um they had pulled up the the apron there 
and it provided them the ability to uh, grab onto Ricochet. I think it was Ricochet's leg as he was trying to get back into the ring to beat the the count out the the count of ten. And uh, Revival ended up winning as uh, Ricochet got pulled back down from the from the apron um, right at nine. And so, uh, yeah, they the success, successfully defended their championship via countout. And um, if they're going to do it like, well, okay, it, it was effective, but they could also just as easily um, walk away from the match and uh, get themselves counted out. That sort of thing uh, would be equally effective in not winning the match, but in not losing their championships. Um, so we'll see what's going on. But uh, Alan Rick, they're going up against the War Raiders on um, Friday night. So uh, they've got to they've got to have them in their sights first, and um, hopefully they don't have a match on SmackDown. Unless it's to set up them having a match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, because they haven't had a shot at that yet, um, that would be awesome. That they're they are in three different championship matches in one week. That would be pretty cool. Uh, it, as it is, I think this is the first time that uh, somebody has challenged for two different championships, two different championships in one week, two different tag team championships in one week. Um, <clears throat> so I. That that would be really cool if they were did get an opportunity to fight the Usos because um, that I mean the Usos are freaking amazing, um, Revival are too. But uh, I mean that's that's another match I want to see is Revival versus the Usos um, and Re- Revival versus everybody on SmackDown really. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens uh, tonight on SmackDown. SmackDown Live. Um, up next, we had uh, the six-woman tag team match. Uh, Becky, Charlotte, and, R- and Ronda would fight the Riot Squad with the stipulation that uh, the first person to turn on their teammates would be kicked out of the match on Sunday. And the way they phrased that, the first woman to do it was like, oh, it's going to happen. So don't just don't be the first one. That, so it, it was kind of weird. I think it would have been... it would have. Uh, how it ended up working out was really good. But um, like the announcement of that is like, oh, I guess they are going to turn on each other. It's inevitable. Um, but if they said if they can't get along in the match, then the person who starts it um, is uh, eliminated. So I, I didn't even consider this, but uh, I, I really enjoyed that Becky was trying to get them to attack her mainly charlotte like mocking charlotte and trying to get charlotte to to hit her or something so that charlotte would be kicked out of the match so i thought that was pretty funny um but as it turned out well becky was in the ring for most of the time and then uh ronda tagged well charlotte tagged herself in and but and then they're like all face to face with each other and then ronda tagged herself in while they were busy doing that and then Ronda quickly destroyed Liv Morgan, won the match, and then they, then they went right at it, beating the crap out of each other. Um, well, Charlotte wasn't really paying attention, and Ronda just wallops her. And then the fight, and there's police people come out to try to... Did I say police people? Nobody's ever said police people. 
police officers come out, security and and police, and they put end up putting them all in handcuffs, like one at a time, because they they got they got uh, Rhonda in handcuffs, and then Becky's like start fighting them and stuff more. They're like, oh, you put her in the handcuffs, and then Charlotte outside. Um, then she starts beating up on them. Oh, that, that was so great in the ring. But then they go backstage and they're <laughs> the, these cops, you can tell. Um, I don't know if uh, I, I'd say this, this might be why there's so much crime in Washington, D.C. because these these cops are not very good. They put the perpetrators in the same squad car. And they start kicking each other in the <laughs> oh that was amazing uh Rhonda and becky kicking each other in the backseat of that car uh they pull them apart but Rhonda, she like sneaks away into the front of the car it was a it was like a plain not a plain clothes car what is it called it's not it it was then wasn't marked it was an unmarked police car um it's actually just like a regular car because it didn't have like the barrier between the front and the back or whatever so she got into the front and then she like shifted into gear or something and wrecked it into the other car because she couldn't steer she had the <laughs> i've rewatched this segment like four or five times and it makes me laugh so much every single time um they pull her out of the back and then put her back put her into the back they pull her out of the driver's seat and put her back in the front if she's already crashing the other one so we have resisting arrest assaulting officers um, now we have Grand Theft Auto stealing a police car. That's even worse, I think. Um, I, it's, there's less leniency, I think. I think it's still the same crime, but as just regular Grand Theft Auto. But um, or but but there's like other layers added onto it. Um, with it being a police officer vehicle, I think I know nothing. I don't know the laws or anything. But I'd imagine it's something like that. Anyway, so we have all those charges, <clears throat> potentially. Um, then Rhonda, oh, oh, while they were kicking each other, uh, Rhonda, like, kicks the window out. It just shatters over the place. That was pretty cool. Um, they bring Br- Becky over to the other car, and then they forget that Charlotte's already in there. And Charlotte just pops out and then starts kicking <laughs> kicking each other. Oh, uh, it's just so much it's so much fun them having their their hands tied behind their back hand their hands cuffed but they're just kicking each other the whole time and they're all pretty good at kicking and then um ron is like screaming out the window she's leaning out the window and and charlotte waddles over (laughs) the way she was walking that sounds mean uh but those couple of steps she takes before the big kick it's like that's the how it's it's weird walking with your hands tied behind your back, but anyway, she just knees the hell out of Rhonda Rhonda's face, and um, that was amazing too. And uh, this whole oh, all three arrested OA, but then they were, they were released. Apparently, that's what they announced online later and whatnot. Um, but it was yeah, that was. One of the best things on Raw in a long, long time. I I loved every second of that. It was amazing. And I'm really excited. I'm, I, I've been excited for the, this uh, main event. 
Um, but I'm like even more excited, and I thought maybe, maybe they'll add the weird stipulation that they're handcuffed for that. That would be too weird. That would be too weird. Uh, but the winner takes all thing. I don't know. I don't know if that. It'd be awesome for Becky to win. The one person not going in with the championship walks out with both of them. That would be pretty cool. Um, but was this me and going for it? Whoever does win it, um, I get. I guess uh, Money in the Bank is the next uh, pay per view. So uh, somebody winning that that gives them a chance because you can only use it to challenge for one championship. So um, I think that's how it would get. Um, split back apart um, from the double champion. Uh, that's the best way to do it, probably, I think. Um, unless you have a match that they're just defending one of them. Um, they put one of the championships on the line because there's no rules that say you have to defend every championship that you hold at the same time. Um, but it is kind of cool. We haven't had a double champion in a while um i think even when we had the uh the only double champion we've had in the last year i think is uh seth rollins when um he was intercontinental champion and they won with dean ambrose but that 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 like right after winning dean like attacked him and stuff so i think that's the only other instance that we've had of a double champion so far and then, of course, in that case, you can't defend a singles championship in a in a tag team match. Um, so it would have to be for only one or the other. And that was when he lost to um, AOP, was it? I can't remember exactly. Anyway, uh, moving on, uh, we had the glorious Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus Heavy Machinery. Heavy Machinery won via, tra- uh, via yeah, the compactor. It just I think they just call it compactor, not trash compactor. Then we had Braun kill a couple of guys who he's calling Che and Jost. Uh, they're just a couple of local guys, and uh, he double power bombs them. He has one of them on each shoulder. That was pretty cool. I'm not sure if we've seen that before, at least not from Braun. Um, so that was kind of fun. Then we had uh, Bobby Lashley in the ring addressing uh oh that's not the phone number i'm expecting a number from. um speaking of bobby rude that could have come like a minute earlier and it would have been really good timing um uh bobby lashley addresses uh finn balor and finn balor comes on the screen on a big jumbotron and uh becomes the demon and he sticks his tongue out a bunch. And then it just... It got a little bit awkward. Just coming back and forth between the two of them. And they're just looking. Licking. But I'm excited. Demon Baller is going to destroy Bobby Lashley. That should be real real fun. And then our main event. Baron Corbin versus Rey Mysterio. Baron Corbin wins via Deep Six. Not even the end of days. Not even by winning, not even winning by using end of days. Ah, oh, man, Mysterio. How far you've fallen from at least like four feet up. 
think that's how, how high you get lifted at the deep six. But um, as, as Corbin Subran go up the ramp, he gets attacked by Kurt Angle. Uh, he gets put into an ankle lock, and he's tapping out, but it's not a match, so he's not going to stop. And that's how we end the night. Uh, the the big the big build up to the final match of Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin is what closes the show on the last Raw before WrestleMania. Um, but you know that's fine. We got the we got the police car stuff earlier on, which is amazing. It makes up for anything else that's not like like the the most exciting and best stuff ever. Plus, it's it's kind of cool to have Kurt Angle closing the show on his very last appearance on Raw. Um, I, I dig that. I dig that. Um, it, it would have been, it would have been nice if it wasn't after Baron Corbin had beaten Rey Mysterio, but Hey, what you going to do? Just look forward to WrestleMania. That's what you're going to do. Um, I, I still have a couple of tickets that I haven't sold yet. Um, hopefully somebody picks those up. I've been lowering the prices in increments of like $10 or whatever, I just want some of the money back or whatever. So go check out Vivid Seats. Look for the cheapest VIP Champa Baszler tickets. I know it might it's not going to be Champa, but that's what the ticket says on it, so I have to list it that way. Um, so, uh, yeah, go check that out. I'll probably lower the prices again. If you're looking for something to do on that Friday, that Saturday, this Saturday night, and you're in New York, um, and then the other ticket I have, have it's a it's a paper ticket. Um, I just kind of I might just like give it to somebody that I come across uh, earlier in the weekend. You're like, hey, do you want to go to the Hall of Fame? Here's a ticket. Sure, I'll take like ten dollars for it, whatever. Because it's part of a big bundle of tickets, and um, yeah, I'd rather go to Access on Saturday night. Anyway, um, I'm really excited. I, I know I said not very excited. I'm so sleepy right now for some reason. But this weekend is going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to what happens on SmackDown tonight. Uh, 205 Live. Also, also, Miz and Mrs. starts tonight. It's back. Although I haven't watched all of season one, to be honest. So um, I probably won't watch it. Because I only have now like... 40 hours until i head to the airport less than that i think 36 hours now um so um i think that's that's it i'll record some episodes while i'm out there also as i've talked about but um i think that's it for that's it for now um i'll talk predictions in the smackdown episode i'll just go through all of the actual matches um i know i kind of covered that here but um will be the last actual show before before it all goes down um stay tuned for that um and uh actually you know what maybe i'll do a whole separate episode a predictions episode um that way it'll, it'll uh, appear better in the feed let's be wrestlemania predictions week 14 part 7 part eight etc um all right that's it thanks for listening um uh, tweet me tiw podcast tiwpodcast.com 
uh go itunes spotify whatever and all that stuff thanks for listening i'll be back next time for more tiw podcast bye